Welcome everyone to Relive the Magic podcast. I am your host, Dallas Thompson. Today I'm joined by Alex Storis, uh, one of our co-hosts, and we will be talking several things in the world of streaming movies, theme parks, Marvel, some some really recent breaking news from today uh, regarding Black Panther. Uh, we'll be talking about WandaVision episode four and our predictions for episode five, six, and beyond. Uh, but first, before we get started, if you want to join us on social media, you can follow us at Relive underscore Magic. You can find us on YouTube at Relive the Magic, as well as on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you find your podcasts as well. And I wanted, uh, before we get started today, I wanted to welcome, uh, today we are live streaming on Twitch. For the first time, we're trying out some new things. We're also live streaming on our YouTube channel, uh, and this will help us decide where we'll live stream the podcast from now on, but it'll be posted probably to both channels uh, as as it is today. Um, so welcome to all of you. Uh, it's great to have all of you here. Uh, so now let's jump right in to the first topic. So uh, a surprising announcement today uh, came from Marvel and Disney+. Plus. Um Director of Black Panther 1 and the future Black Panther 2 um, has re-upped his deal with Disney. Uh, He has a five-year deal now, apparently, with Disney TV. Uh, Ryan Coogler, I don't know if I said that yet, uh, director, he will be extending a deal with Marvel and Disney in general, and he'll be focused on television at Disney Plus for five years, and supposedly so, he will be developing a Wakanda series, not a Black Panther series, but a Wakanda series where Disney Plus focused on the drama that goes on within Wakanda. I guess stuff like, you know, people wanting to be king and rulers and uh, just everything that goes on in general in that world, which is cool. But that's interesting because my first thought is that they recently announced that's what Black Panther 2 would be about. So if his next five years are focused on TV, does that mean Black Panther 2 might not be happening? They might be just making it the Disney Plus series because, you know, they have all this drama going on, or not the drama, but uh, the star of T'Challa passed away earlier last year, and they have to figure out how to redo uh, or retool Black Panther 2 without him. And they've said they're not going to recast and I said they're not going to recreate him. They've said they're going to do exactly what this says, which is explore Wakanda and all that stuff. So my initial thought is maybe that means that, you know, maybe they're not doing the second movie. Maybe they're doing this series instead. Uh, but I think it's possible they do both because Black Panther is such a such a big property. But uh, you just saw this news along with me. And what are your first thoughts on this news about the Wakanda show? I mean, I'm excited for it. I mean, like it's like like Marvel. It's it's excited to see like they're like continuing like that world and in the MCU. Like we'll see if I mean I mean like I'm really curious on how they're gonna like um, talk about Tika King T'Challa and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I mean like and see how you know, like they kind of like mention about his role and, you know, um, I can't say much, but I mean, like, you know, like I know, um, Chadwick Bowsman was a really great actor for that role. Yeah. And, um, this also says he's 
not just developing this series, but several other ones as well over the five years with Marvel specifically, which is great. He's a great director. Black Panther was universally loved. And if he does Black Panther 2, I'm sure that will be as well. But if not, this series looks like it'll be awesome. So I look forward to seeing uh, what comes of that. All right. So our first topic today is uh, relating to Disney Plus and uh, Disney movies. And we'll talk more about Disney Plus stuff a little bit later. Um, But for a while, uh, we've known about a Monsters, Inc. sequel series coming to Disney Plus. They announced it back, I think, when they announced Disney Plus in general. Um, They announced that they would be making a sequel to Monsters, Inc. in the form of a weekly show, uh, Monsters at Work, which will probably be about a 30-minute show. It'll bring back the original cast of uh, Billy Crystal and all the others, um, but it was supposed to debut last year, and here we are, and it hasn't debuted quite yet, so a lot of people have been wondering if the show has been canceled or if they're even, like, how far they are on the show itself, um, but this last week, um, one of the stars came out and was asked about it, and they said they've they've already been recording uh, the voice voice acting for it. Uh, which means they're in production on it, and we should hopefully see it. Hopefully, maybe this year, maybe next year, uh, but I think definitely next year we'll see it. Um, for me, I've been very excited for this show because I'm a fan of both Monsters, Inc. movies so far, and we've never really seen anything that's gone beyond what the original has. Uh, we have the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor attraction in Florida, which uh, is technically a continuation from the film series. Um but supposedly this takes place within that timeline as well. So they're more focused on laughs, which means it should be a comedy series. Uh, but yeah, the whole voice cast is coming back. We'll get it within the next year or two. Um, Alex, do you, have you read anything about this? Or what do you think overall um, of the Monsters, Inc. movies? I mean, I f- when I found out when I heard it was getting announced, like it was coming and then it got delayed, pushed back, and now it's going to be released pretty soon. Or, like, what what they said was going to release? Well, it was supposed to be last year, but yeah, it'll yeah. be That's in the next year or two. Sometime. Like, whenever, like, even though it's, I know it's currently in development, but, I mean, like, you know, like, we've seen, you know, Monsters, Inc. We've seen the prequel on how, you know, Mike was asked, and um, Sally met and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now it's, like... I mean, it's gonna be like it's gonna be pretty. It could be pretty cool to bring back, you know, these two iconic characters, like John Goodman reprising his role and stuff. Yeah. So it's like, and it'll be nice to see see, see them again. Yeah, and it's Billy uh, Crystal and Billy Crystal and you know, and the entire cast. So I'm I'm kind of really always look forward what what they bring. With these yeah, and it, it's been several years since. Monsters University came out. That one still feels oh, yeah. pretty recent, but it's been a while now, so it'll be good to just see more content from that universe, and I think that movie's underrated, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, it takes place in the time period that the Laugh Floor attraction takes place in Florida, uh, and I, I'm a big fan of that one, so I'm looking forward to seeing those, seeing more from that time period with those characters in the original cast. And next up, uh, we're going to talk about something that happened a few days ago. Um, A big topic in the theme park community has been the first ever 
Mario and Nintendo uh, themed land at the Universal Parks. Uh, it's starting at Universal Japan, going to Hollywood, and then eventually it'll come here to Universal Orlando um, in the new Epic Universe Park. But um, the land has been having some previews lately, some soft openings, and um, so that means a lot of people have been in there. And then in the last few days, uh, the Mario Kart attraction, which is the big e-ticket attraction for the land, uh, the people finally got to ride that, and some video leaked from it. They've been asking people not to really post anything from the land, but they have, and we have seen a little bit. Uh, I'll put here on the screen um, a look at it. So you can see as we're talking, if you don't want to see it, then don't look. But um, you can see that it it's a mix of screens. It's a mix of uh, augmented reality. It's a mix of a lot of things. And it's an interactive ride, which is really cool. Um, so first of all, before we go much further, what, what are your thoughts on the leaked footage and, and just uh, where are your expectations at for the new Mario land in general? Um, for me in general, like when it comes to like photos and videos, like it doesn't do justice for the mm -hmm. ride. I mean, cause like I, I'm a person that you have to experience an attraction before judging it like fully from just seeing besides just seeing photos and videos. I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking forward on to see it to come in Hollywood like and I know like Hollywood's like right now they're making a lot of construction progress. Yeah. Like the building's already about to be enclosed and stuff. And like looks like I think details are coming out a little bit. Some and yeah, I'm really excited to see and the, for the land itself, like, you know I'm excited to see like a new immersive land. Especially Nintendo is such a big, big, you know, property where it's able enough to compete with probably like other theme parks and Dis with Disney too. Yeah. Um, the footage really was just the last few seconds of the ride. It doesn't really give a overall look at the ride, which is good. Uh, we have yet to see more leak. Uh, just this video pretty much has leaked. And, um, but I, th I think it looks really cool. Um, people are complaining it's a screen ride, but it, from people that have actually ridden it, they've said it's a lot of physical, props uh and you wear these glasses basically to add effects such as if you're on the ride in mario kart you'll throw like the turtle shells at people that's basically what it's for it's not for the real props or animatronics so it's a mix and it's not it's not really just a screen ride i'm sure there are portions of it that are screens but it's not an all screen ride which some people are complaining about just from that video but again that video only shows a little bit and as I'm, sh I'm sure as we get closer to them opening and as they open, we'll see full videos and we'll talk about it more. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing that here in Orlando and probably several years from now for us. But it looks like you guys will be getting nope. it a lot sooner. So I look forward yeah. to seeing it in the U.S. and seeing more pictures and videos from Japan. Same here. Um, and... Kind of, not really relating to Universal at all, actually, competing with Universal um, in some ways. Uh, Universal launched their streaming service, Peacock, last year. You got Disney+, Plus, mm -hmm. Netflix, you got all these things. You got Discovery+, Plus, just random streaming services all over the place. 
And for a while, there's been this one, CBS All Access, which is rebranding to Paramount Plus, which I think makes more sense anyway for a name uh, for that streaming service. Uh, but one of the big things coming with Paramount Plus is a lot of the Nickelodeon content. So like old TV what? shows like iCarly, Victorious, no SpongeBob, way. old fair, uh, the Fairly Odd Parents coming there. But when they make the name change to Paramount Plus, which will be on March 5th, they will release the SpongeBob movie, the third one uh, that has been released in literally every other country than <laughs> other than the U.S. like a year ago. But they decided to save it for here for when Paramount Plus launches. Uh, I actually watched the SpongeBob movie the other day, <laughs> and I'll talk about that pretty soon in a separate video. But uh, when Paramount Plus launches, not only are we getting that movie, but they also announced at the same time they will release the first like six episodes of the new SpongeBob TV series, which is based off of that movie, uh, Camp Coral, where he is. It is when they were children. And I don't know if you saw, but a few weeks ago, um, during the the Nickelodeon like football game that they had on TV, they showed a sneak peek at that show. And I'll be honest, it kind of looked horrible <laughs> to me. Did you see that at all or no? No, and I'm probably glad I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, the uh, I mean, yeah, the movie, the an the movies are different animation style, as I'm sure you've seen. But I think it works for that movie, and it looks really nice in the movie. But then you go to Camp Coral, and it looks like PS2 graphics, and it looks like it's oh. obviously had much less of a budget, but it, they're going for the same style. And so I just I couldn't handle to watch the preview. Maybe the show will be better. Maybe they weren't done rendering it yet or something. But <laughs> um, when Paramount Plus launches on March 5th, I'll probably watch it. I thought the SpongeBob movie, real quick, I thought the new one, I thought it was good. I thought it was pretty funny, but I didn't think it lived up to the original. The original one is probably always going the to reign supreme. The oh, yeah. man, the first one. Who, you always got to love Goofy Goober. <laughs> In terms of, like, everything, that movie is, is far superior, I would say. Like, story-wise, it's better. But then you got second, I would say, was the new one. I think it's Sponge on the Run is the name. And then third is the one uh, with the suit where there were superheroes. I kind of thought that one was a little bit bad, but um, oh. so the movie I thought was good. The series looks kind of garbage to me, um, but yeah, Paramount Plus officially launches March fifth. That that's what they announced, and they announced those two things. Um, yeah, so I guess we both said we won't really be looking forward to the show, but I definitely recommend checking out the movie uh, if you're at all a SpongeBob fan. It, just don't expect it to be better than the original. Uh, there are I'll some, check it out. There's some interesting it cameos they, in it. When they <laughs> You've got like Snoop Dogg in that movie. And Ooh. Keanu Reeves is in that movie. It's very interesting. But yeah, in true SpongeBob fashion, I would say to check it out whenever you get a chance, which will be March 5th if you live in the U.S. And speaking of streaming services and and shows and all that stuff um, coming up in the next couple of years. Uh, today, Netflix announced a new series uh, based on Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, last year, we got the first uh, Sonic animated movie. It did really well financially, and I thought it was a pretty good movie. Um, to my surprise, I kind of thought it looked like it was going to be pretty bad as well. 
Um, but I thought it was fun and I thought, uh, I thought the, the story was fun and the humor landed with me. Um, and so I'm looking forward to seeing more Sonic. They had announced recently a Sonic the Hedgehog 2 would be going into production in a few weeks from now. And then today Netflix announces a 23-24 episode series. Uh, I'm not sure if it's the same cast or not, but I think it's the same creative team as the films. Uh, so Sonic Prime will be the name of it, and it will be um, on Netflix in 2022. Uh, did you ever see the Sonic movie last year? Uh, I had. Um, I thought it was a decent film. Um, Jim James Carrey's performance as um, like the villain. I don't uh, remember his name. The villain, the antagonist. Ro- yeah, um, he was or something. great. Yeah. No, no. He, yeah, he was great. Honestly, I uh, like. He was funny. Um, yeah, like Jim. You know, like Jim Carrey. Like he never, he never fails as an actor. You know, he always does his best. And um in any role he plays. Yeah, I don't know if he'll be back in the second movie or in the series, but hopefully so, because he was one of the most enjoyable parts of the movie, um, to me at least. Um, Dr. Yeah. Eggman, that's what his name Sorry. Oh, yeah, okay. Dr. Eggman. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the series will be coming in 2022, so I guess that means they'll be starting it soon. And it also doesn't really say in the um, articles that I read if it'll be a 3D series like the movie or if it'll just be like the old Sonic animated series. Um, and I don't think it says whether the same it'll be the same cast, but uh, same people in charge. So hopefully it's at least halfway as decent as the movie was. But if not, we have the second movie to look forward to also next year. So the two will probably tie together, I would imagine, if they're coming out in the same year and by the same people. Uh, and that'll be on Netflix. So once that comes out, we'll definitely talk more about it. And movies coming in the next couple of years uh, include lots of Marvel movies, and one of those would have to be yep. Thor Love and Thunder, which is m- probably my most anticipated Marvel movie other than Spider-Man 3 at the moment, uh, because <laughs> after Thor Ragnarok, Thor became one of my favorites. Taika Waititi was directing that one, and he's directing Love and Thunder. Um, and there's just there sounds like there's a lot of craziness going on in this movie from the Guardians of the Galaxy showing up to uh, female Thor to several other things. Um, but this past week, they finally started shooting the film uh, with the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy there. Then, of course, Chris Hemsworth and the normal stars of the Thor movies. Um, Christian Bale is going to be in Thor. Yeah, he's playing the villain. Oh. Um, but... Today, some set pictures leaked. They showed several things. Uh, I'll show you on the screen here. But they showed um, Star-Lord and Thor. They both have new looks. Thor is no longer the Thor we saw in Endgame. Uh, he has his long hair back. I guess he did in Endgame too. Uh, but he has his long hair. He is very ripped, unlike he was in Endgame. Then you have Star-Lord, which he's also sporting a new look. Uh and yeah and then you can see they're together and then we also look at some other ones and you'll see nebula is there and um sean gunn uh his character is there i don't remember his character's name but he's there wearing yondu's outfit or yondu's uh headpiece and he has one of his uh arrows as well which is interesting i don't quite know what that means since yondu of course died in the last guardians movie 
Um, but that shows that not just the core Guardians will be there, but all the cast seems to be in this movie. So maybe they had a bigger role than we think. Um, but my prediction with that would be that they're just at the beginning of the movie uh, because that's who Thor went with at the end of Endgame. So they kind of have to close off that part. I think the movie will probably start with a cool like battle sequence with all of them together. And then he'll get dropped off back wherever it is he's going. And so I think they'll just be in a little bit of the movie, but I think their part will be pretty good and pretty big. Um, you've seen these pictures. What do you think? What, what are you looking forward to most in this movie and all that stuff? Um, I mean, to be honest, I didn't see any of the leaked pictures, even though you tried leaking to me. But I mean, like I, it's always a surprise, you know, like Marvel always finds its ways just to su- throw, throw, throw out some big surprising elements like for you and like want to like and also like just you know like we're finally in the phase four like which introduced um starting with wandavision and all that stuff so it's like you know like i'm really excited um i can't wait for spider-man 3 yeah that's my my most anticipated marvel film cool spider-man 3 by the way it sounds like from some sources we'll see Either something from, we'll see something or we'll hear some details or we'll get something from Spider-Man 3 later this week on Thursday. Uh, So stay tuned. And if that happens, we'll definitely talk about it here. Um, But I'm looking forward to that movie. I'm looking forward to Thor Love and Thunder and pretty much everything on Marvel's release schedule at the moment looks pretty awesome. Um, And so those are all of our like quick news topics for the day. We're going to spend a little bit talking about the most recent episode of WandaVision, which is episode four. And the whole reason we wait until Mondays to talk about it is so that more of you hopefully have already seen it so that we don't spoil anything for you. And with that said, if you haven't seen it, then stop watching because we are going to talk full spoilers from now forward uh, through the end of the show pretty much. So if you haven't seen it, then goodbye. See you tomorrow. Um, if you have, though. We're going to talk about that. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert incoming. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk about the episode, and then we're going to talk again, like we have been for the last few weeks, about what we think is coming up. But before we start, I want to mention that this last weekend there was a leak from episode six, episode five and six. Looked like it was the episode seven recap uh, that they show um, in the beginning of the episodes. Um but we're all that said, we're not going to really talk about those because that was definitely not something Marvel wanted to get out there. So we're just not going to talk about that because, I mean, part of the fun of this show is the mystery surrounding it, uh, and we don't really want to mess with that. If you want to see it, I'm sure you can find it online. Um, but, yeah, we'll just avoid talking about that altogether. Just wanted to throw that out there. Um, so WandaVision Episode 4. Give us your first thoughts, and then we'll go into depth. Um, honestly, uh, this was a really good episode. Really good. Like we're finally diving in into, like now we kind of like know that, um, the organization Sword, like um, is kind of like monitoring that TV series or that reality that Wanda and Vision are in and stuff so it's it's it was cool like it's working like we kind of have like we're getting we're f- we're kind of like finally seeking answers and stuff like and what's next for wanda 
Yeah, so this, in general, this first episode was our first real MCU episode. We've had three that are sitcoms. This is the fourth one. And this one really didn't move us forward any. Like, we we ended at the same exact place as episode three ended. But we just had more answers about what the heck is going on, which is good because a lot of people have been asking. And a lot of the questions they asked each other in the show, like the characters, it's exactly what people have been asking online. So it shows Marvel knows what they're doing, so don't worry. We'll, we'll all know what's going on by the end. Um, but this was basically episodes one through three all over again, but from the outside perspective. And I thought some people had suggested maybe they should release ep- this episode first to hook the people that are fans of Marvel, but I don't think that it would have been as impactful had we not seen the sitcoms first. Uh, This episode, to me, was definitely the best one thus far, but I've liked all four of them so far. Uh, I liked... There were two parts that most people liked a lot. uh, The intro to the episode and then the ending to the episode. Uh, But in general, I thought the best part of the episode was uh, the Darcy character from Thor The Dark World and the Jimmy Woo character played by Randall Park from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, They were both both great characters, but then together they were pretty good as well. Uh, but yeah, we can start with the uh, beginning of the episode, which picks up um, right as, I guess, Hulk uh, undid the snap in Endgame, which we haven't really seen much of the repercussions of that because, again, this is our first MCU thing since then. We had Spider-Man, but they really just showed it at the beginning as a joke. Um, and this was our first look at to like how does it affect everyday citizens that had no clue what was going on, like the only people that knew what was happening when the snap happened was the Avengers and Thanos. So we're starting to see how to, how it affects the rest of the world, um, including those who just snapped back. So I thought that scene was really well done, really well put together and produced. Um, and it was kind of surprising to see it there because that's not the type of thing you normally would open episode four of a series that's somewhat unrelated. Uh, that's not how you normally do that, but... I liked it. I thought it was very different. And then, you know, we got the Marvel logo. And then we go into uh, the character of Monica Rambo talking to the people at S.W.O.R.D., I guess it is now, um, about what has happened. And she basically gets sent off to right outside of Westview. Um, but first, what did you think of that intro? Did you think it was a good intro and all of that it's, stuff? It's great. Like like I said, like, um, you know, it's... It, we're finally kind of going deep and diving on how the blip Thanos snap and the, um, and of course Tony snap when Avengers snap back, when everybody comes back, it's like, it's all like, it's been taking all this three to five year range. Like it's like five years later and all that stuff. And it's like people aging, people are aging. People are like lots of, lots of change, you know, things have changed. And uh, now it's just, it's kind of like, getting back on their feet again. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm really excited to like, like I know there, there's going to be more, more seeking truth, more like on, on how, like, like how everyone was, you know, like they've been affected and stuff by this, by Thanos. When Thanos happened. Yeah, um, I think it's been said Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to have a huge focus on that. But it was good to see it in this show, uh, just to remind everyone what happened. It's been a very long time since Endgame came out. Um, 
but this episode, I think what one of the, the one of the best things this episode did was remind us how interconnected the MCU really is. You have in this episode, you get three side characters from other movies. You have Captain uh, Monica Rambeau from Captain Marvel. She was just a little girl in that movie. You have Darcy, as I said, and then you have uh, Randall Park's character. And they're all they were all very minor side characters before, but now they're main characters in this show. They're on the main cast and. This episode was mainly focused on them, which I think is really cool because the MCU likes to do that, and now they'll become fan favorites, and that's basically just how they're expanding the universe, which I thought was awesome um, in this episode. Again, from the smallest I, details, like uh, Randall Park's agent character, when he introduced himself, he did his like magic trick that he was practicing in Ant-Man the Wasp. Like You had small details like that to the bigger details like the blip. It just shows how mapped out all this stuff is and how connected it all is. What were you going to say? Oh no! Just the MCU is getting bigger. Every, I feel like every episode just keeps getting bigger, and I'm I'm really excited on, on how the show will end, and I'm also what will introduce after. Like I'm looking forward. Like I said, Spider Man three, um, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, and um, Hawkeye. I'm really excited for like really excited to see that later on this year. Yeah, me too. Like that TV series, Hawkeye specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that will be good. Um, but yeah, this one throughout it shows the connectivity connectivity of the of the films to how they'll be connected to the TV series, which is great because we haven't ever seen that yet. Obviously, this is the first Disney Plus series they're doing. Um, but throughout the episode, you get random questions answered, like you see the beekeeper that came in the one episode, you see the helicopter that came in the first episode, I believe, the second episode, um, and then you you see more of the ending of episode three where she kicks Geraldine out of the of the bubble basically and she says it's all Wanda, Wanda's doing all of this. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, that for now that's that's cool for us to know, but it feels like it's a little too early for us to know that if that's really what's happening because it's only episode four of nine episodes. I think there's another I think there's several more twists coming. And I oh, don't, yes. I don't know. I still am not really convinced it's just Wanda doing this stuff because if it was, they probably would have saved that for later in the series. Cause there's five more episodes. If that's the answer to everything, then what's the next five episodes going to be, you know? Yeah. Um, but do you think it's just her? Do you still, I think before you said you think it's someone else doing it to her. What do you think now? Could be both. I mean, like, or like when, when she mentioned Hell's Ultron and she didn't like that name when remember like I was like what don't mention that name when Quicksilver like she's mentioning Quicksilver mm-hmm. and Ultron you know it's like maybe Ultra, maybe we could see like another version of Ultron back or we could see some yeah someone someone's part someone could be behind I think someone backstage. is but I think I don't know. I think I think it's a combined effort, and I don't think... So they released a... We'll talk about this more in a minute, but they released a mid-season trailer today that basically was like, here's where we've been. Here's what's left in the next few episodes, and she says this line in it that's like, I don't know how this started, or I don't know how we got here, or whatever. Which makes me think, like, she knew... She, at first, didn't know what she was doing, or she did know what she was doing, but she didn't mean to get this tangled up and everything and cause everything. So I think it's really her and something else interfering with it. Um, 
But I think she's definitely responsible, and I, I still think it's going to end with her becoming the antagonist. I don't think it'll end with a happy ending, because I also think it'll be a cliffhanger ending, considering it leads into other movies and, and spinoffs and stuff like that. Um, who do you think, cameo-wise, we could see in the next few episodes? Hmm... I have one for you. Um, I'll I'll mention one while you think. So everyone's kind of said, well, I'm sure Doctor Strange will show up, or I'm sure Ultron or Quicksilver will show up, and I'm sure one of them will. Um, But there's one that people really haven't talked about that much. And if you think back to the movies, you see uh, in Age of Ultron the person that, like, motivates her and gets her to become an Avenger, and then an Infinity War or an Endgame the person she talks to after at the funeral, they're both Hawkeye. And so he's always been able to like calm her down and talk yes. sense into her. So with his, Hint. with his series coming up and just with that fact, I think there's a high chance that Hawkeye could show up maybe in this show. And, um, and with, with his daughter, Kate with introducing yeah. a new series. Yeah. I mean, they haven't said that this show is connected to Hawkeye, but it's very possible it could be. So, uh, do you Clint, have any Clint, Clint well aka Hawkeye always has like a connection with Wando you know like ever since Civil War you know I'm trying to think about another character who was probably like connected with Wando well you always have to like know the connections kind of like look back in the past films um Doctor Strange possibly oh yeah but Doctor I know um Could we? Could we see? Um, I think Doctor Strange is likely, but I also maybe uh, maybe Black Panther. I want to say Black Panther, but in a well, way like or like maybe like one of, in like in some certain fashion. But we'll see. I think it'll be either Doctor Strange or it'll be Hawkeye, and then I think we'll get either Ultron or Quicksilver. I'll put it that way. I think we'll get one of each of those. And I think the finale would have to be probably Hawkeye if he's in it. But I think Maybe could... even Thanos, because Thanos, you know, like Wanda, like she's, she will never forget what Thanos did, you know? That'd probably. I mean, there's it's possible there's flashbacks too, so we really don't know where it's going, but did you like the format of this episode? Did you like the... Uh, Getting back to the MCU for a little bit. Did you like that part of it? No, honestly, I, I it's great. I feel like it's kind of building a bridge where we kind of like we have like a kind of like a clear idea of where it's going, mm-hmm. but the possibility anything can I feel like anything can happen at this point right now. So I guess we have to see next episode. Yeah, I mean, going forward, I think what we'll see we have five episodes left. I think really the rest of them will all be. I don't think we'll have any more sitcom-only episodes, and I don't think we'll have any more MCU-only episodes. Well, maybe. Maybe the second. But I think we'll see the next episode will have the 80s in it, as they've said. But I think it'll probably be longer, like 40 minutes or so, and it'll probably be both the outside and the inside, just intercutting between them, because I think that's what they've set up to go forward, and then the last few will just mainly be action sequences and wrapping up the story, basically. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so 80 is next week 
90s the following week, and then the 2000s, and then the last three will be the big wrapping up. But this this series has been awesome so far. Um, oh, yeah. And one of the coolest parts has been, like, the fan reactions online. People have been talking about it all over the place. You have all these YouTube channels streaming live when it comes out. You have all these YouTube channels posting about it after. You have everyone on Twitter talking about it. I've talked to so many people that are like, oh, I've watched each episode several times just to see Easter eggs and all that stuff. I've watched each one probably three or four times, maybe more. Um, and I find something new each time. Uh, and it's it's pretty awesome. Um, they've taken a big uh, risk with this show. It was the first one. And it was very different than the rest. But I think it's paying off because everyone seems to be pretty invested into it. What do you have there? <laughs> I'll snap. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so next week, I think, I'm not sure what we'll see next week. I think when it, when it left off, we saw Vision. If you really pay attention, Vision, he's very concerned, you can tell. And then as he's smiling, even he goes back and forth between like a concerned face and a smile. Even when they go to like the little credits, he's even like, what the heck is happening? So I think next week we'll see him start to like try to figure out what's going on. We're, we're going to see him as shown in some of the trailers. He's obviously going to go and um, try to leave Westview and see what he can find out. Uh, but I know Wanda would not let him do that. Uh, and, oh, there was one moment in this episode uh, where we saw his dead corpse uh, just standing there. Oh, yeah. And that was like, oh, wow, okay. That's a little dark for a Disney Plus show, but I see they're going right. there. Um, so I think I ask you this every week, which I'll continue to do until it's over. Do you think he's dead? Do you think he's alive? Ah, let's see. Because um, either she's, I, I, she's either like dragging around I his dead body. He- I want to say I want to say that it's like it's it's like a just some type of alternative reality for Wanda, but maybe like it's some sort of like there's like a part some vision alive, like there's some like that maybe Vision might have like programmed, you know, like yeah, yeah. You always have to think on how Vision was born through you know Stark's you know, by Stark. And I, I feel like there's some some vision left out there, but I mean, I, I could be wrong. It's either, to me, it's either she's dragging around a dead corpse with her all the time, or she he's not there, it's just in her head, which I think that's probably the likely scenario, considering it's Disney. But again, they have been surprising us a little bit, so we'll find out. I think we'll find out sooner than we think, like in the next few episodes maybe. Uh, but we'll definitely find out in the next five episodes because that's all that's left. Um, in in Endgame, she, she was like, she was pretty devastated at the end when she was talking with Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I think the whole reason all of this is happening is because of all the stuff that's happened to her in the movies. Her brother dying, she had to kill Vision, and then she had to watch him die again. You know, mm-hmm. she was she, responsible for the stuff in Civil War at the very beginning and all that stuff. So I really think this whole thing is just her losing it and trying to piece together in her mind 
um, a reality where this stuff didn't happen. You could be right. Maybe she could be an antagonist. Yeah, I think I think she will be. And I think that's a pretty popular belief at the moment. Yeah, well, um, so I think that's about all I have for this this one. Um, we're about four, four days away from the next episode, so uh, if you haven't caught up yet and you're still listening for some reason, I would definitely go watch it and catch up. If you have, I'd probably rewatch uh, before then because I think it's about to get even weirder and crazier. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> And we'll definitely talk about it next week. Um, and who knows, maybe they'll release another clip like they did last week, and we'll talk about that before the episode. But anyway, yeah, that's our uh, that's our thoughts on episode four and our predictions for episode five. And thank you all for watching live with us today. Um, if you enjoyed this, again, you can check out the links in our descriptions, and you can find us all over uh, social media on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, here on Twitch, or YouTube as if you're watching live. Um, if you enjoy our content, please subscribe and follow us and plan to join us on our next show. Uh, we'll see you next time.